Hi loves, my name is Honey Love. I express my thoughts on music, art, and entrepreneurship. Today, I have Miss Ari Blues. Hey. Hey, girl. How you doing? I'm good. Where are you from? I'm from Tulsa, Oklahoma, North Tulsa. And so I'm excited for you to tell me about where your name came from. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, yes. So Irie is basically a, a Rasta term for mm -hmm. Irie, feeling like happiness lifted, you know, positivity. And then the blues is more so from like, you know, music, the blues, like mm -hmm. from a culture. And in com combination, it's more so kind of like a representation of the yin and yang symbol. You know, just being at Irie with what life brings in with the blues, you mm -hmm. know, because we're going to have our, our times where we're sad and we're going through shit. But it's just more so, hey, we got to accept it. It's going to come. It's going to go. And we're going to continue on. So right. Masari Blues is at a time that I decided to call myself in my business when I was going through a lot of shit. And I was just like, you know what? I love to get high. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going through shit right. and we're going to get through it. So why not Ira Blues? So that's where that came from. And then when did you start calling yourself Miss Ira Blues? How long ago was this? That was about four or five years ago. Yes. And that's the same time I started photography because I was trying to find like a really dope name mm -hmm. that just like resonated with me. And so with that, I was just like, when I find like those two terms, I was like, they kind of just rise together. Right. So when I put the mist on it, I was just like, okay, hey. that, that's for me. That's for me. It felt good. So that's why I did that. And then what got you into photography? So I honestly wasn't really trying to do photography, mm -hmm. but um, I was working with a brand at the time called Afirisque. Mm -hmm. They needed help with basically creating their vision, um, the direction that the brand was going to go. They had no idea like what style, what audience, right. all the above. So I was like, okay, yeah, I can come in and help. I've always loved fashion as a kid mm -hmm. growing up. Like I had magazines all over my walls, fashion, yes. music, all the above. So um, this was like a time for me to kind of explore that more and get into that industry after mm -hmm. college. So um, I was like, I need to be able to see my ideas visually. Right. So at the time, um, I had a iPhone 7 Plus mm -hmm. around that time. And I was just like, Ooh, let me see like what this looked like. So we were just like, we're going to go take pictures with my phone. And, uh, and people were, like, really excited about those photos. And we didn't have no merch yet. We were right. just, like, going out trying to catch the vibe. And, like, because we was always on the vibe, girl. <laughs> That's what <laughs> like, it's about, though. Yeah, so once I was able to see, like, people's reaction to just photos that I took on my phone, I was like, all right, I'm going cool. I'm to get into this. I'm going to go pick up a camera. Right. And see how this goes. And I got an opportunity to get training from a wedding photography company that gave mm. free training in, you know, addition to the job. Mm -hmm. So I got to experience like on so many different cameras and different like learning about the exposure triangle and a whole bunch of shit that just like made me turn photography into a business. And I was right. like, oh. This is something I can do. Right, like I like this. Yes, yeah. I loved it. It made me feel good. Right. Like I am a person that just loves nature and mm -hmm. I love like just finding the beauty in everything. Right. 
so and you know finding the irony and everything yeah so i was like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna pursue this Mm -hmm. and it it just made me feel good so that's when and how that happened did i read somewhere um that you were in college studying something different and then you switched to photography yes yes Yes. what were you studying so biochemistry Mm, tell me about that I actually love formulas. <laughs> nerdy moment. Oh, yeah, just a real nerd moment. Um, I love formulas and putting things together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that plus just knowing that, put like helping people, like that makes me so happy. Like being able to put a smile on somebody else's face and being able to like bring joy or just make them feel comfort in somehow, some way. I wanted to help people growing up mm-hmm. um, since I was like really, really little. Right. So I, w- I thought the only way to do that was through health. Mm-hmm. And also at the time, you know, back then, early 2000s, you know, you need to make some money. Right, right. So right. health industry, so either you be lawyer, doctor and mm-hmm. all that good shit. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the um, medical field. Mm-hmm. And I picked the highest owner. So it was an orthopedic surgeon. Right. So throughout high school and everything, I did sports medicine and did like, I was always in sports, um, yeah. like volleyball, track, and I was always around people who were in sports. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I can follow through the same career path and get the highest paying job, um, which is an orthopedic surgeon into the sports industry so that's what I was going to do and so that shit was hard right understandably (laughs) so that shit was hard the only fun thing was doing chemistry Mm -hmm. and like looking through the scope um, which is why I love to use fish islands because it reminds me of when I used to look through the microscope and see the different cells and the colors which is another reason why I use a lot of colors in my work and be more like just into it so I use a lot of what I've learned from school into my photography involving colors and psychology and formulas of like putting different components and elements together which is why also through my work um, especially through the written part I have it into elements and parts of how everything just comes together as an experiment so in school, biochemistry was hard, but it taught me a lot, mm-hmm. and I was able to end up using that within my photography, which I'm, like, super excited about. But at the end, when right before I started to work, well, right when I started to work with that brand, Ephiris mm-hmm. Game, I noticed that, like, I don't have to be in the medical industry in order to help people. I can help people through my photography. Right. So um, I was super excited that I could still live my dream helping people and creating a business and an organization similar to Doctor Without Borders, mm-hmm. which is um, an organization that helps people in developing countries. I've seen for so long how people, like, don't get help from their government. And Mm. they're, like, literally struggling and trying so hard to just survive. Like, they don't even get to experience what life really is. Right. And so when I did, like, so many research and reports on that, I was just like, damn, like, how can I help these people? Like, because they probably, like, like us. Like, Mm -hmm. they probably got dreams and aspirations and Mm -hmm. creativity. So I was just like, yo, like, 
I want to figure out how I can do that. But once I figured out that I can still do it through my artwork, I was like super pumped. Yes. So I think the first time we met, yeah, you were first of all, you was far, and I was like, oh, I like that outfit, and it was just serving me. I was like, I want to know who that is, and then we had started talking, and we followed each other on social media. But I think you told me that you um, had just got back in town, yeah. or you were moving. Where Where were you? Where were you staying? Where you? I'm trying to figure out where that was. Um, did you move away at some point? Take your time. Take your time. So, we met at Love More Hookah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't out of town at the time, but majority of my portfolio is built at um, in Boston, Massachusetts. Okay. So, um, a lot of people do know that because they they're always curious of how like I was able to get where I'm at at the point at the moment. Right. So um, I spent a lot of time there and a lot of time traveling in between, mm-hmm. back and forth, um, Boston, Atlanta, Alabama, Tulsa, and just, girl, I was on a Greyhound. How did you it find those opportunities, though? So that brand, A Fair Escape, actually moved to Alabama. Oh, okay. At the time. And it was like, yo, like, I'm, I'm ready to, like, go back home. And I was just like, okay, I'm ready to go find somewhere where I can be more creative. Right, Because right. at the time, this was like, maybe, what, 2016, 2017? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm trying to, like, go somewhere more creative because at, at the same time, not a lot of people were receptive to my style of work. Right. And okay. people weren't receptive because like, they didn't know who I was. Which was weird because, like, I'm from here. But you know how Toss is mm-hmm. and Oklahoma in general. But um, my family, they were, like, they understood me. They understood my craft. And they're into fashion. They're into art. They're into music. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yo, like, I want to be around people who, like, do what I do. Yes. And I want to, like, just, you know, flourish and explore. So... I went to Boston, Massachusetts, and literally within that first week, I was amongst a whole creative platform of people um, for an event called Art Plug. Mm-hmm. And that's basically artists of the underground transitioning to entrepreneurship. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so their events, I've, people probably heard me talk about this a lot, but that's the first time I've experienced like art, fashion, and music all in one space happening at the same time mm-hmm. on, like, the most level of, like, mind-blowing. Right. <laughs> like, I was just mind-blown. As soon as I walked in the door, because there was just so much happening at once. So yes. I built majority of my portfolio there, and, like, I came on the team, like, ASAP. Like, mm-hmm. within the next week, I had took photos there. I'm like, yo, like, I was just so happy. So I sent it to them. And they were like, yo, you want to be on the team? I was like, yeah. <laughs> of team. course. Yes. <laughs> like, whatever it takes. Like, I'm just here. Mm-hmm. But I was able to do that and, like, fulfill my dreams. Like, in the fashion industry, I was doing um, visual merchandising mm-hmm. for um, a company where, like, I would go around to different high-end department stores like Gucci and all these people. And I was able to do virtual, um, not virtual, but visual merchandising for them. Mm-hmm. So um, I traveled, like, all around Massachusetts. It wasn't just Boston. And at the same time, I was able to do more art stuff with my mm-hmm. photography with them. So... That's more so of my traveling and how my portfolio expanded. Tell me about Empower Her. I love Empower Her. 
I do too. Girl. I was so excited when he reached out. He was like, hey, you want to come do interviews here? I was like, wait, wait. I'm getting included in something that's like exclusive. What is going on? <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry, I'm eating this. No, this you're fruit. fine. Prosciutto board. Healthy foods. Hey, yes. It makes everything all good. <laughs> but, oh my gosh, empower her. When I seen, like, what you do after I met you mm-hmm. and how you're, the sound, I was like, oh, she a real one. Like, she, she <laughs> like the people you. I watch on TV. Like, that's what she sound like. That's what she seems like. Like, that's how everything she doing. So I was like, oh, I got to have her on, on, on board with the team and how, like, just how everything is I going. I appreciate it. Girl, for sure. For like, real. you do it so effortlessly. So I was just like, I got to have her on. Oh, gosh, thank so, you. So with Empower Her, how that all came about is because um, Gabby, she had Empower Her. And it's so funny. I keep saying, and a lot of us keep saying it was a year prior to Empower Her that mm-hmm. we had that event. It was actually the same year, but it feels so long because we just haven't seen each other in a time. But that within that same year, Empower Her was the very first event that Gabby had at her house. Mm. And she, like, thought of the whole idea of her and Bezel. She spoke with him about it, and then, like, they manifested and it made it happen. Right. So that was actually the first event I printed my photos for. I've never printed my photos before then. And I was just, like, super excited. Right. Girl, yes. And I met so many amazing women. Like, cause she was just like, you know, we need a space for us. And I was just like, yes. yeah, yeah, we do. Yes. But I didn't like realize like really the full vision until I was a part of it. Mm-hmm. So when I pulled up and, you know, did that and I brought um, Danique from OKC, cause, like, cause she came to a couple of my events, mm-hmm. Creative Souls. And I was just like, girl, you got to come to this, like come with me. Like yes. we'll be able to like kind of like, you know, connect OKC and Tulsa together. And so we did that, and when Gabby pulled up, I'm like, girl, like, she was just coming from work. Mm-hmm. Like, we had already started the event. Like, she done put this on, and then she coming off her 9 to 5 right. to come, you know, do this with us. And I'm just like, girl, like, you really took time out of everything. You still made this shit happen mm-hmm. while at work. Mm. It's crazy. And we had similar experiences that we discussed afterwards, but I was like, girl, you know, like, we can really expand this. Like, I can really? help you. And, like, we can reach so many more women and be, oh like, gosh. you know, do more. Because I know how it is, like, doing shit by yourself mm-hmm. and doing shit just, like, you know, with not a lot of support. So I was like, I can do this. Like, I can help you however you need help. And she's just like, yeah, let's do it. And then I got hit up by um, the studio, you know, with the two lovely ladies there. It was like, yo, we want more women involved in the studio space. Mm -hmm. Um, So do you want to have an event? And I was just like, sure. I was like, Gabby, this is it. This is (laughs) it. This is what we're about to do. So, okay, this is the spot. We're about to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's have a meeting and we can, like, plan it all out. So once um, we did that, got everybody on board like it just girl everything happened like just so gracefully and beautifully like through every way possible God made it happen like we didn't have no stress we didn't have nothing everything just smoothly went through like because people kept just people were accepting to be a part of it people were pulling up like yo we want to do interviews with you like we seen what y'all doing like Mm -hmm. people like even Ben was like yo like 
I love what you guys are doing for our community and what you guys are doing for the women. Like, I can come in and help y'all. And we were just like, for real? Like, wait, <laughs> really? <laughs> and, you know, like, starting out, like, we didn't have a budget. So, like, people just, like, came through. Like, that's what I mean. Like, God, like, like we was just like, yo, we going to make it do what it do. Right, right. <laughs> and people came on board. And at the end, we were able to pay everybody. We were able to pay the artists, <gasps> the um, the music artists. Mm -hmm. We were able to pay with the space, their food theme. Like, and then everybody who, like, um, came with their art, they were able to sell their art. Like, we were just like so happy that we were able to provide something in order right. to circulate within our community right. because that was the whole point of the event was to help like people not only get acknowledgement, have a space and a time to like, you know, focus on them as women mm -hmm. in their craft and their art. So like just to be able to see that kind of thing happen, right. I was just like, yo, like, this is beautiful. Like, yes. like, I love you. <laughs> So I was so happy that we were able to make that happen. And because, like, even after, like, some music artists, they were like, yo, we never get paid. Mm. So I'm just like, what you mean? Right. <laughs> what you mean you don't get paid? Exactly. Some some people, they literally still do this out of the kind of, the, of their heart. Mm -hmm. A lot of us still do. Right. But we're trying to make it a point to where, like, there's not a many opportunities for us out here. Mm -hmm. You know, like, you know, you see what you have to do, what you got to do. You're right. Yeah. Girl, we got to make this, like, we want this as living. This is our career. Mm -hmm. You know, this ain't shit to play with. Right. So we definitely want to make sure all of us is taken care of at the end of the day. And mm -hmm. so that's why we do what we do with Empower Her. And we're going to continue on. Right. <laughs> Before we get out of here, you have got to educate me on fires in Little Africa. Girl, Fire in Africa, like... It's such a strong name, though, because yeah. the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa, because it make you think. It's like, OK. It's it's real life. Yeah. Fire in Little Africa. Mm -hmm. um, the term actually started with, <laughs> it started off Little Africa on fire or something like that. You see okay. in the newspapers, the type uh -huh. of shit, the historical archives. But from that turn and learning about uh, Fire in Little Africa, Black Wall Street, mm -hmm. the massacre, not a riot. It was right. a fucking massacre. Set the record straight, though. Girl. It's power in words. It's so much power in words and how you say what you say. When you say, like, I'm a strong believer in it. All facts. So with that, Final on Africa is a project that is an album, mm -hmm. a curriculum, and a documentary that is a commemorative memory of Black Wall Street in this blueprint. So we're basically taking that into consideration in everything that we're doing. So I am so excited for the world to see like 50 plus artists come together and collaborate yes. from all parts of Oklahoma and create music in the hip hop industry. Um, that whole experience, girl, like people are still like, who is it? Who, what is it? Mm -hmm. It's just a collaboration of hip-hop artists, 50 plus, in collaboration on a big-ass project. Right, right. <laughs> just to simplify. Just to simplify it. But we're remembering Black Wall Street, the events that it took with the massacre, 
with the whole situation of, you know, Dickie Rowland and Sarah Page, the start of that, like, we're taking all that shit into consideration and, you know, putting our spin on it, mm-hmm. telling the real story because there's so many stories told about Black Wall Street, but it ain't told from us. Right. And that's important. <laughs> Listen, and I be fighting the TV at home. Girl, what what you talk about? Watchmen? Yes. <laughs> Straight wanting to punch the TV. Like, I be having to tell myself, girl, calm they down. Did, th- th- I'm sorry. That that wasn't a, the best. Like, that that wasn't the best for us. But for us in Little Africa, going to get it straight. Girl. All that. It's going to get it straight to the point. We we ain't we ain't chicken cold there. At all. Girl, like, they, when you listen to that album when it come out, it's in May. I'm going to be tuned. too hyped. <laughs> Can you make sure it's on title? Girl, I'm gonna make sure. For me. I'm gonna make sure all platforms. Okay. Legitimately. All platforms. But there's so many amazing artists from Oklahoma who's a part of this project, especially the women. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Like Amazing. Amazing. Yes. And they ain't they ain't nothing to play with. That's all I gotta <laughs> They ain't nothing to play with. Oh they stand gosh. along and they made they, they space in this place, like, with no questions asked. So yes. I'm excited to be a part of it. I'm excited to witness the whole experience with mm-hmm. them. Okay, so I thought that was the last question, but it's not. Oh, you're good, girl. Tell me about the Fieldberg Museum collab, and then I promise that's the last question, because I was too excited. I saw that. Okay, but let me tell you why. Before you tell yeah. me about the collab, I walked in Fieldbrook Museum like as a little girl, because you know, we took field trips there if you from Tulsa. Yes. And I was like, man, like, I like art. I like, I like journalism. I, I just like everything having to do with the creative world. But there wasn't, like, I didn't feel like I belong, you know? Mm. Like, I didn't feel like it was like, okay, I'm supposed to be here. Where am I? You know, it was that type of feeling. And so when I saw your work, and I saw it on social media, I said, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so now tell me about it. No, like, as soon as that I was introduced to the exposition being in place and it works mm-hmm. for the coming up, I was super honored to be a part of it because not a lot of museums or galleries or spaces like this in the art industry have ever looked at us or wanted us to be participated in such a thing until the centennial. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay. But when they had presented it to me, I was super excited and honored because the lady, Sarah, like she from New York. And when she came and she was telling me about how like they really would love to like just more contemporary art for one, but just be more involved with Tulsa, mm-hmm. you know, and the people who are from here. Right. I was just like, hell yeah. Like, not just because of Centennial, but like for the future. Right. Like, this ain't a one time thing. So that's mm-hmm. why I was really on board. Mm-hmm. Because one thing I told, I told her straight up, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all, no filter. <laughs> I just, I am who I am. But I said, when they hit me up, I was like, I was hoping this is not an Instagram. Like live thing where you do an Instagram takeover, it's just a one time thing. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't do an Instagram one time thing. I said, but when, and this is after the fact, 
when she told me what was really up. And I was just like, I'm so happy that this is something for the long run. Mm-hmm. And this ain't just Instagram live. Right. Like, yeah, we get more exposure that way, but if you really fool us, you're going to really put in more work mm-hmm. for us to be a part of something. Consistency. Yeah. Yes, consistency. And just just having the word to be on this. But um, From the Limitations of Now is the title of the exhibit, mm-hmm. which is from the, um, the speech that Ralph Allison wrote mm-hmm. for the opening of a library in Oklahoma City. Which is Dunbar, I want to be exact. That is the name. The Dunbar Library, which is black-owned. The first black-owned library in Oklahoma City. Yeah. So what resulted to that opening was a situation that happened at an all-white library. A white woman, um, Rap Ellison, walked into this library. And, you know, as a daily... I even love going to libraries, but... As a daily, you know, person to go into there to learn, read some books, get some books or whatever. They, um, a white librarian, a a white woman, Mm kind of similar to the whole situation with Sarah Page, which is kind of crazy to me that now that I'm thinking about it. (laughs) But a white woman, not to single y'all out, a white woman, a librarian, she told him that it's law that you can't be here. Mm Mm-hmm. It's law. Right. That ain't written. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't stated that black people can't go to a library. Right. They, they can't be in an establishment mm-hmm. of a library or whatever. And so from that point, he was arrested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so while he was in, um, while he was uh, like in, in the jail or whatever, he met another man um, with the name of Dunbar. I can't remember his um, his first name at this time, but he ended up bailing Ralph Ellison out of jail for that incident and having him speak at the opening of this library because of that. So within that uh, within that speech, it's called "From the Limitations of Now" because of that limitation that we was upheld. In that now, it's the Jim Crow law area. We're mm-hmm. having to circulate within our own. We're having to help our own. We're having to uplift our own mm-hmm. to such circumstances. So my project in particular is called Transformance Experiment, Knowledge, Struggle, and Unity. Mm-hmm. Transformance Experiment is more so um, a term. Transformance is a term basically and semblance of one thing. So you know how like the Holy Trinity, mm-hmm. you know, the Son, God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. So in transperspective, how can we make this whole, make this one mm-hmm. and make this us? Mm-hmm. So knowledge struggle and knowledge and struggle comes from his speech. Uh, I'm sorry. Knowledge and struggle comes from his speech um, that he did for the Dunbar Library. Basically meaning that, like, it was a struggle just to obtain knowledge. Yes. And yes. we're trying to use knowledge to get from where we're at. Right. You know, knowledge is key. hmm The number one source is God. Right. So we have to take in that and to get ourselves to a place where we can all be one again with humanity and nature and just existence in general. So... 
With that being said, the first piece that y'all all see is knowledge, um, the raised fist, mm -hmm. which is called knowledge and struggle. And then the remaining piece is called unity. And that shows you examples of knowledge, struggle, and unity using women in, from Oklahoma. So women representing knowledge, women representing the first piece with the raised fist is called knowledge and struggle. Mm -hmm. Just learning about what it took the struggle it took to get to gain knowledge, to obtain knowledge, because you seen how it was in the books. We didn't learn this shit in school, right? About Black Wall Street, and about us. Period. Other than nothing. slavery, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was a struggle to obtain the knowledge that we need to know from then, as well as to just help one another get to where we are today. And so a second piece that's called unity, and that unity piece is what. Philbrook was really like excited about because they saw what we did with Empower Her with the portraits. And because you know, I wasn't playing. <laughs> I wasn't playing. And you know, I, I'm not an activist or anything. People are like, oh, you an activist? I'm like, no, I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's more so like, you know, like I got to put on and I got to speak up when I need to speak up. Right. So for the unity piece, it's going to represent all the women are representing different parts of knowledge, struggle, and unity. And that piece, I'm not exposing or releasing anywhere else but at the Philbrook until afterwards. And so that's going to be up for six months at the um, starting March 1st. And that's going to represent knowledge itself from um, the number one source, which God is the source. Mm -hmm. The second one is man is the source which is man is the result to struggle. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then the last source is unity, which is we are the source mm. in order to become into unity. Yes. So that, that showcases what our future looks like. Mm. That showcases what our now and our present is. So yes. I'm excited, super excited about you guys seeing that exhibit amongst everybody else that's going to be there. Like, I'm like... This is my first museum. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, y'all experienced this with me at the same Congratulations, time. Congratulations, I really appreciate it. Because it's like, one of my main reasons for doing the HLT is because it's not like people just pop up and they're successful. Yeah. Like, you've been doing this for, you say, what, four to five years? Yeah. And then now you're at somewhere, you know, this is your first museum. You're having your events. You got fire in Little Africa. And yeah. you kept going, Girl. like, through all the obstacles, through the... It's been a struggle without yes. my support system. <laughs> Man. And then now you're here. And I always want to showcase that because we see a person. Yeah. And we think that it's easy. And we think that it just... Doo-doo. Girl. Like microwave, like nah, this took some time. Yeah, this took that's some work. why I, I've I've been more transparent in my social media mm. and telling people because like girl, when I recent post came out, I wasn't trying to say shit. Mm. Like I wasn't talking, I wasn't trying to talk to nobody. Yeah, but I had to let people know this is what I'm going through. So mm. this is may this may be why I'm more distant. Mm. This may be why I'm not as talkative. Mm -hmm. This may not be. This may. Be why I'm not as outgoing as I usually am, because we go through shit. Yeah. Like we really like people had to really tell me over and over, Saray, pause, mm -hmm. feel what you feel, right. take your time because like girl, I deal with anxiety, depression, and so much shit. Yeah. 
like trying to make sure my family is good, mm-hmm. trying to make sure my friends is good, make yes. sure my community is good. Like I put on and try to help out my community so much. Yeah. So mm-hmm. in real life, Man. in real life. Yes. So we like men and women, like we, it's not just women because we're emotional, we're more nutrient, we have more, you know, we're supposed to be like this, mm-hmm. but that's for men and women. Mm-hmm. Like, girl, this shit hard. Right. And if you're not like, I don't want social media to think that I'm always happy and that I'm always, you know, whatever they may see. But I want them to know, like, this is real life. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going through. Yeah. But this is what it takes for me to continue on. Exactly. And that's to have the people surrounding me uplifting me as much as I'm uplifting my own community. Because it takes all of us. Mm-hmm. Everything is us. <laughs> for us, by us. Yes. <laughs> Always. Thank you for sitting with me. Thank, Thank you for having. taking the time out of your busy schedule. Girl. I appreciate it so much. Thank you for having me. Tell everybody where to find you. So you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok now. Hey, <laughs> we gonna see you do some dance moves, girl. Some- love it, love it. <laughs> but it's Miss Irie Blues, M I S S I R I E Blues, B L U E S, and then Facebook as well, Saray Advance. Hey. <laughs> All right.